Money FM 89.3, best of weekends. Travel, travel everywhere. Everyone wants to get out and go someplace. Our uh, lovely friend Nora here in the studio just had her cruise mm. uh, last week uh, on Royal Caribbean. Uh, airports are opening. New VTL uh, uh, arrangements have been made. You're off next week? I'm off next week to Bangkok for a few days for a business trip. It is uh, starting to finally really happen, right? The endemic is becoming endemic for us. Let's talk now uh, a little more specifically about travel for women and that segment of the population in keeping with our International Women's Day-themed show today. Joining us, Mei Chia, the, as the president for Asia of Trafalgar, and Rose Brown, the well-being director at the Travel Corporation. Ladies, good morning. Welcome to Money FM. Thank you very much for having us. Oh, great. Great to have you. you. Nice to meet you. Yeah, well, thank you. It's nice to meet you, too. We wish we could have you in the studio with us. Unfortunately, you know, due to COVID regulations, uh, we still are not uh, having guests come in. But hopefully one of these days we'll we'll get you inside. uh, We look forward to it. Yeah. May, why don't we start with you? Um, Tell us, first of all, give us an overview of what you're seeing in in the travel space uh, as a a large travel company. What, uh, What are you hearing from your customers? What's coming back? What's popular? Are some people still leery and wary of travel? What's it look like? You know, it's wonderful that you guys are you you guys are traveling soon, and I just like to tell you how excited I am to be traveling to Spain in May. Wow, beautiful! <laughs> that's my that's my I think first trip out uh, from Asia, Singapore in I think two years, yep. and good for you. You know the 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 excitement of going out uh, just thrills you know that just thrills us you know the thought of going out to experiencing a new destination so that's what we see Uh, a lot of people have pent-up demand uh wanting to go out and we see that people don't want to wait as well um i want to go now Hmm. today (laughs) well it's not as easy as that but um we've seen that pent-up demand happening Mm. And Rose, same question to you, really. You're the well-being director from UK and Ireland for the Travel Corporation. I intend to get to that part of the world in June, finally, to see my parents for the first time in three years. It's been, it's fluctuated. It's gone up and down. We we thought we were out of it in December and then Omicron arrived. Mm. So from your perspective, particularly in that part of the world, very popular destination for Singaporeans. What are you seeing? Ah, a hundred percent. So, if, if if we take April, so in April two years ago, twenty twenty, we had zero trips. Last year in April, we had two trips. This year in April, we've got one hundred and seventy trips. So it is wow. really exciting. So we're yeah, we're we're very excited to have people back. Hmm. Um, so yeah, I was I'm a wellbeing director and also a, a travel director. So the travel director sits at the front of the coach pointing things out of the window is, is in charge of the trip. Uh, and the well-being director is pretty much that. It looks after everybody's well-being, makes sure that um, everybody's safe on the trip. Yeah. Um, and so I did two last year in Ireland. And it was, it was strange because it was very much uncertain territories. Whereas now, fingers crossed, um, we've got a grip on it and we've got plans in place and lots of protocols. So it's... It's, yeah, very exciting. What are, steam ahead from what are the trends in destinations, Rose, that, or experiences that people are looking for? Is it the same as pre-COVID or are they wanting to sort of now that they're finally getting out, do something a little bit different than they might have done before COVID? 
Uh, good, great question. Um, I, I, I actually think post-COVID, we've, we've got more of a sense of a connection. It's more about the people. Uh, so that's what we're seeing in the trips. It's more about the sort of connections that we have. So we've got things like Be My Guest, where we go into people's houses and they cook us dinner. And they're the things that people sort of really like and they go away and they think that was great I've really got a sense of this country and met these people and um and that's the sort of um thing that people take away from it and that's the trends that we're seeing in the travel industry yeah fascinating and may a similar question to you you know you're the Asia president for Trafalgar and you are also you know kicking off these uh, bespoke tours that, that also focus exclusively on women which is very very pertinent we're celebrating international yeah. women's day international on this day so tell us a little bit about that how they come, came about and who they cater for well, we've seen, you know, we've recognized an increasing demand and opportunity in women in travel markets. So we wanted to develop itineraries specifically for them. And like you mentioned, International Women's Day is just around the corner. And in conjunction with this, uh, we've recently rolled out a women's only tour. And to give them the option uh, to travel with like-minded women. Um, and, you know, at this day and age, women are in social media a lot and we give uh, a lot of advice to um, fellow women travelers as you can see and going on trips uh, which is only you know women only gives us a sense of uh, togetherness and um, solo women could also travel very comfortably and very safely on this women's only tour now, we've um, got 14 trips uh, covering, and the very first departure starts in, um, I think, in July, if I'm not mistaken, Rose, and it's going up to uh, Scotland and featuring the Outlander trip. Nice. Uh, if, you guys, uh, if you guys know the Outlander uh, series on uh, Netflix, uh, oh. it features uh, that trip. Uh, so you can imagine how wonderful that trip is going to be. <laughs> and, you know... Um, we, we go across to Middle East, to Africa, and it's run by our female travel directors, our well-being directors, are all uh, ladies. And also, we also want to showcase uh, local businesswomen, entrepreneurs, and also give back to the community. Yeah. Uh, um, Rose, uh, Rose if I can just ask you to, to give us some more flavor of mm -hmm. these trips, how, how is it actually different on the ground, the content of the trip or the accommodations or what is actually different about the women only tours, aside from the fact that it's only women uh, versus, um, you know, versus a regular tour? What does it look like? Well, as May said, we've got 14 different itineraries and some yeah. of them are showcasing inspiring female business owners. For example, in Italy, huh. um, guests learn about Umbrian weaving with a fantastic lady called Marta. Um, in Turkey, there's lots of baking bread with women in the village. Um, I can only talk for the UK and Ireland because that's my mm -hmm. part of the world. Um, and to be honest, there's nothing different with the itineraries. But for the last few years, we've, um, we've always had sort of groups of women who've left their husbands at home and they've come out and they've had an absolutely fantastic time because rather than the husbands in the pub, they can all go out and they can shop and they can take pictures and they can go and do what they want to do. And um, there's always a sort of jealousy from everybody else and think, oh, we wish that we could just have a girl's trip. <laughs> so in terms of the UK and Ireland, 
nothing different. It's just um, a, a chance for female travelers to meet other female travelers from all over the world and sort of share in that experience. Um, mm. So yeah, in, to answer your question, nothing different. We're just going to make it a girl's trip and have a lovely time women only but that interestingly rose that is the difference isn't it and it's something that may just picked up on that something as as guys you know we're wearing our gender uh, lightly here if we can that safety is something that you can't underestimate and you know think as a daughter now who wants to go to the cinema on her own this afternoon at 13 these are things i think about now that i never would have thought about 10 5 10 years ago safety in numbers safety in a large group for all women is very important rose so that in itself is arguably a positive difference right there isn't it absolutely oh, absolutely absolutely yeah and maybe to the choir yeah yeah, yeah. carry on rose sorry so, sorry yeah go ahead guys no, you're preaching to the choir. I absolutely agree with you, Neil. <laughs> yeah. uh, May, in recent years, we uh, before the pandemic, we saw a rise in female-only floors in hotels, for example. Uh, you know, the mm. higher-end brands are, are yeah. offering uh, those types of experiences for women based on security and based on, you know, other factors of business women and regular travelers as well. Do you find that um, that this type of tour... Um, plays into that ongoing theme? Are, are you seeing other demand outside of your tours, let's say, uh, for you know, the female-only uh, uh, accommodations and, and, and other sorts of services for women travelers? Well, I'm a solo traveler, yeah. a female solo traveler, and I can really relate to that being, uh, being only on women's uh, only floor. Mm-hmm. Um, having, you know, taken care of from the moment I arrive uh, to the time I depart uh, the country. Now, the other thing that is pretty important uh, to me when I basically travel uh, to a new country is also about the experience, uh, the experience that I get on the ground where I meet. Um, how do I say this? Other women, they are the most friendliest. They are the most friendliest, and they and they know if you're only women, they keep you company. They uh, shop with you. They invite you for dinner, and it, it, they they basically take you under their wing, uh, in a in, regardless whether you're traveling alone or not. So mm. that's a that's a nice experience whenever I go on a Trafalgar trip. Like you know, I I try and. Um, go and experience different, different uh, countries on a Trafalgar trip. And once they know that I'm a single traveler, they just embrace me like their family. And that's, that's the warm part about traveling with women, women only. Oh, absolutely. It's the camaraderie. Yeah. It's the sense of safety sure. and numbers. Yeah, sure. I think it's a yeah. terrific idea. Uh, just on that point, May, I'm, I'm very curious to know, as I'm sure our listeners will be, what yeah. is, is the rough demographic? What kinds of women are, you know, are going on these trips? Who do they appeal to? broadly um you know the funny thing about it is when you ask a guy um how did you choose this trip well i don't know my wife chose it (laughs) so you can imagine (laughs) so you can imagine the number uh of the demographics we'll be looking at it more than half of our trips are ladies and then the husband nicely tag along and be very happy with uh if the wife is very happy on the trip (laughs) 
Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. The uh, as you as you go outside of these trips, let's bring it back to a, a more inclusive uh, trip experience. Uh, family trips are they coming back uh, in a big way, or even trips that might be more specific to uh, sp- sports like golf or other other types of trips, whether it's male or female? Are those types of are you guys seeing those trips coming back and more interest in those as well? I think uh, we haven't really seen family trips coming back to the long haul destinations yet. I think because of the uh, the kids are just now finishing their vaccination. Mm. So we do encourage everybody or we request that everybody uh, is vaccinated on the trip yes, for course. their own safety. Yeah. yeah. So we, we do see more couples and solo travelers on the trips, uh, on our trips. But not fully for um, families yet. And I also think it's because of the season. Uh, school holidays is in June and obviously September and December. And then we'll probably see a rise in that later on in the year. Yeah. And Rose, for you, yeah. do you get the feeling that um, we're kind of over the worst now? It's, it's, it may not be entirely tangible. It may be a psychological thing. But I felt around Christmas time, we were cautious. Then Omicron happened. But I think as we move towards the spring, the summer, and it becomes more endemic rather than pandemic, it does feel for the first time in three years that we're over the hump. Is that what you're seeing in your industry? I think... Again, touch wood. Um, I, I think now we've, we've learned to live with this for two years. Mm. We're very sort of geared up. So in terms of how we work on the ground and all these procedures that we've got in place, like nothing can shock us. Nothing can, um, you know, we've got the coaches are cleaned with the same things that, you know, ambulances are cleaned with in terms of. So we're very in terms of safe way to travel. There is no sort of safer way to travel. And we've really sort of gone through for the last two years doing different things. And I think now we've, we're on a, an even keel. We know how to do things. Um, so I hope that you're right, that we are over the worst of it. Mm. Um, and, and it's just nice to see that people want to travel again. And we're very excited to welcome people back to the British Isles and the rest of Europe. And May, are you seeing that in terms of your bookings? Yes, we do see an increase uh, in um, the bookings. Uh, The funny thing we see is they are looking at two to three months ahead instead of what we used to see uh, six to eight months uh, travel patterns. Yeah. So people are looking to, I would say, immediate travel. Like when it strikes them, it's like, yeah. No. Makes yeah, sense. It's interesting. Mate, we had the Scoot CEO on yeah. say exactly the same thing last week, yeah. didn't we? You know? And and, and uh, requiring more flexibility in the ability to cancel and or yeah. shift the trips out yeah. and all that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Very good. I definitely. Yeah. Ladies, we have to leave it there for now, but thank you so much for being with us. And we, we hope that maybe in another few months' time, you'll come back on and tell us how it's shaping up for summertime and, and what, the, uh, what the tours mm-hmm. are looking like. I'll yeah, tell definitely. you about my Spain trip. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and look, if you need a well-being director for your trip, mate, <laughs> I, I can find the time. <laughs> you will be my first choice, definitely. Bring us back one of those big Iberico hams, will you? Then we'll have a uh, we'll oh. muck on together. <laughs> Great. All right. Thank you for having us. Safe You're traveling, welcome. guys. Safe traveling. Meetia, Asia President of Thank Trafalgar, and Rose Brown, uh, the well-being director at the Travel Corporation. Thanks so much for both of you coming on today and happy women's day.
Happy Women's Day. Uh, to listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A W E D I O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.